I have a confession to make. I had the idea to write a book for years before I finally put pen to paper and published the book. So the big question is this, how do people like me who battle doubt and insecurity push past their fears and publish a book? Well, that is the question, and this podcast is going to give you the answers. So join me as I bring you behind-the-scenes interviews and insights so that you can move forward and publish your book with boldness and courage. My name is Coach Tam, and this is Publishing Secrets. You know, there's no question that relationships are important. In fact, I'd argue that relationships may be one of the most important things in our lives. And as Christians, we know that our relationship with God is essential. But did you know that having a relationship with the Holy Spirit is just as important? You know, I have found in my journey that uh, we talk about God a lot. We talk about Jesus a lot, but we don't talk as much about the Holy Spirit. Yet the Holy Spirit can impact our lives in such amazing ways. He is a triune of the Godhead and empowers us to live a life of victory. The Holy Spirit teaches us how to live and how to become more like Christ. And he can even be a partner in our journey to health and wholeness. And that's why I'm excited to have with me on the podcast today, Mimi Kroger. She had an encounter with the Holy Spirit that changed her life. And now she's on a mission to make sure that everyone else knows just how powerful the Holy Spirit is. And so whether your focus right now is your health and wholeness or the journey and getting your book published, you're going to take something away from today's episode that is going to inspire you to keep going not only in what God has called you to, but to get deeper in your relationship with the Holy Spirit. Enjoy. Mimi, welcome to Publishing Secrets. Uh, Looking forward to having this conversation with you today. Uh, We have some things in common in wanting to see people get healthy and fit. And I just know that the audience is going to be blessed by your testimony and the work that you do. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Coach Tam. I'm happy to be here and really thrilled to share. Yeah. You know, I I was refreshing myself on your book, Holy Spirit Helped Me to Heal, as I was preparing for our conversation today. And you you don't look like it. The audience can't, can't see you, but I will say that you don't look like that statement that we hear all the time. You don't look like what you've been through. You have been through a lot and God has been faithful. And he's given you a testimony now that can encourage and inspire other people. So that's where I'd like to start today, Mimi. Talk to us about your personal journey, um, which led you to ultimately publish Holy Spirit Help Me to Heal. Sure. Thanks for asking. Um, And thank you for the compliment. I mean, I had been kind of through the ringer, um, but the Lord is faithful. And honestly, when I think about my favorite attribute of the Lord, it is his faithfulness that even when we're faithless, he is faithful. And that's really kind of the story of my life. Um, I started my childhood, kind of a rough childhood. 
in that I came from an immigrant family. So my parents were the first to come to the United States. My mom is Italian and my dad, he passed away a couple of years ago, but he was Argentine. And so I grew up in really a different culture in my home, even though I lived in New York. And so that caused a little bit of tension because the culture was very different. And so there were things that my friends were allowed to do that I wasn't allowed to do. And it really caused a lot of turmoil in my soul. Um, mm -hmm. In addition to that, my the discipline that I received was really harsh. And although um, my parents loved me literally almost too much, um, mm -hmm. it did affect my soul. And so because of that, I had some issues just like most people do. And it kind of started with an eating disorder. And once I came into a relationship with the Lord and realized that he loved me unconditionally, that was pretty much taken care of, but I still dealt with other things like body image issues. And I had a autoimmune disease um, called lupus. And so I went through a long period of time of struggling with that joint pain, migraines, uh, just different things. There were even times when I wasn't able to walk because of the joint pain. And I had to have like family members come up from behind and kind of lace their arms underneath my armpits to help me walk up the stairs. And this was right about the time that I had my son. And so that was super stressful. So I had a lot of anxiety and even depression because I was worried about how my health was going to affect my son really, and my family and just my life in general, but mostly the anxiety was just um, centered around my baby. And I felt like, gosh, I can't even take care of myself. How am I going to take mm -hmm. care of him? And I had a, a wonderful husband at the time. And so he took up a lot of the slack, but that's when really I started to delve into the word of God and started to really heal. I didn't realize that I had a lot of soul wounds that were mm -hmm. causing uh, the physical things that I was going through. And so I often tell people that that there are times where we can see things that are happening in the natural and that they're actually indicative of what's going on in the spiritual. Mm -hmm. um, and so for me, I had lupus, which is an overactive immune system. And so I actually had a lot of self-hatred, um, a lot of things that I believed about myself that weren't true. And I felt like my immune system was just responding in like to what I believed about myself. Um, and I say that carefully because that isn't always the case for everyone. You know, it isn't, you know, just because you've gone through trauma or self-hatred or things like that, that you're suffering from a disease. But in my particular case, the Lord showed me that that was what was going on. And so the Lord just revealed things to me through relationship with the Holy spirit, because he speaks to us. And out of that, I was able to replace a lot of the lies that I believed from my childhood with the truth of who God said that I was. And ultimately the lupus translated into a kidney transplant because my immune system started attacking my kidneys and really out of that experience, the Lord showed me how much he was trustworthy. I, I kind of felt like, I always felt like the Lord was kind of easy to trust, um, but that people weren't necessarily mm -hmm. trustworthy. And so when all of these people came forward, they wanted to donate 
an organ to me. You know, it's not like I was just borrowing a purse. They were like (laughs) willing. I mean, that spoke to me like, wow, Mm. you know, people can be trusted and there is good in humanity. Mm -hmm. And so because of some other things that I had went through, um, including some molestation, not from family, but just from, um, someone else, another childhood friend, really, I had just like these belief systems that I really couldn't trust people. And so God uses everything for good. And so even the kidney transplant, the Lord ended up um, using that to teach me about um, who I was and that I was loved and that people could be trusted. Wow. And then after going through all of this, I, I heard you talk about how you felt like there was a journey that you had to go through to really understand what scripture said and what the role of the Holy Spirit was in the healing process. Um, And this to me is a really fascinating subject because when I was growing up in church, I heard the Holy Spirit talked about a lot, but what I have found in a lot of Christian circles is that's not always the case. Sometimes we talk about Jesus And we talk about God, but there isn't always a lot of emphasis on the Holy Spirit. So I wonder if, you know, just for the benefit of the audience, talk to us about why you specifically said, because this is, this was very intentional for you. Holy Spirit helped me to heal. Why was um, invoking the power of the Holy Spirit so important? You know, um, I'm, it's interesting that you brought that up because that was the main thing that I knew that I wanted, which was, I wanted Holy spirit in the title of the book. And so I just, my thing was just like, you're talking about a lot of people know about even the word of God. And, but the truth is, is that the Holy spirit needs to come and breathe life on that word that you read in order for you to get a revelation from it. And so for the longest time, I just knew about the word of God. In fact, in the whole healing process, I had memorized all the scriptures. You know, I knew Psalm 103, bless the Lord, oh my soul and forget not all his benefits that he forgives all your iniquities and heals all your diseases by his stripes. We are healed. I mean, I knew all of the scriptures and yet I was still sick. And so I needed a revelation, you know, I needed a rhema word. And so in the Bible, you know, when it talks about the word of God, it describes the word of God, either in, in two different words, either the logos or the rhema. And the logos is really the written word of God. Um, the words that you read on a page, but a rhema is a spoken word to you. And it has to be done through the spirit. It has to be from spirit to spirit. And so that is what actually changes you when you get a rhema word. Mm-hmm. And sometimes rhema words are through circumstances. Like for me, I got a rhema word through the kidney transplant. Mm -hmm. That was a circumstance. And the Lord spoke to me that way. You can get a rhema word, gosh, watching a movie, even you just know, or when you're reading scripture and something is highlighted to you, and then you ask the Holy spirit about it, but it's so important to know that the Holy spirit is our direct line of communication with the father and that he is as described in scripture, our counselor. And I don't know about you, but I need a counselor Mm -hmm, like every day I need a counselor. (laughs) And so, um, I'm just so thankful for the Holy spirit. And one of the things that I thought about, um, when 
creating the book and, and really for the title of the book, I thought Holy Spirit definitely has to be in the title because that's what it's, it was all about for me because I had gone through like 21 years of illness over 20 years of illness. And that was knowing the Lord. And it wasn't until I started hearing and really implementing a real relationship with the father, not just the word of God, but hearing, getting those rhema words where things started to change for me. Hmm. So now you are on a mission through the book and the other work that you do to help other people really develop that relationship, realizing that it can set them free in so many ways. Right. So, so let's talk about the, the journey there, right? So you went through all of this, what made you decide to put it in a book? And, And was this something that you ever saw doing as you were going through these experiences? No, (laughs) writing a book was never on my radar at all. I know that, you know, people are like, oh, you know, when I was a kid, I always just wanted to be an author. And for me, it was the last thing on my mind. In fact, um, by profession, I'm a personal trainer. And so I'm like jumping around all day long, you know? And so to get me to sit in a chair every day and to write, well, I was like, Lord, are you serious? And he was like, yes. And I thought, okay, Lord, I'll do it. And so, um, I just, you know, I just made myself do it. I, I set my timer. That's a good author tip. I set my <laughs> timer every day. I gave myself an hour a day. Um, and whether I wrote like one sentence or a whole paragraph or a whole page or two pages or whatever it was, um, it was good enough as long as I put my time in. So there were times when I would just sit there for an hour and I would just, you know, I have like three sentences. I was all right, Lord. Well, Hey, I did my part. And, um, I think that, you know, as a, now a writer, um, I really do enjoy blogging and such. Um, that's probably, you know, one of the best tips I could give really, um, is just to, to do what the Lord is leading you to do. Um, and I felt like this was such an important message because in my line of work, I see people that are so just struggling with health and not just it's, you know, it isn't always about losing weight, you know, it's about being able to feel well so that you can do what God is calling you to do. So I always tell people like my, their destiny has become part of mine. It's my joy to see people be free because Jesus paid a high price Mm -hmm. for us to be able to benefit from everything that he did on our behalf. And so I always want him to get the full Uh, measure the full price of his suffering, which is every person that I meet being able to accomplish what he has purposed for them. And so that's really the reason that I did it is I wanted to honor God. I wanted to share with people that healing is in the atonement. Um, and that there are reasons sometimes as to why we're not getting healed. And so kind of, those are the things that I address in the book, how to have intimacy with the father so that we can come to a place where we do heal. And really the foundation of the book is three John two, which says you will be in health and prosper, even as your soul prospers and your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. And the truth is, is that what is going on in our soul can affect our physical body. And sometimes it's just, it doesn't have anything to do with that. Sometimes we're unhealthy because maybe we're drinking like 10 Dr. Peppers in a day. You know what I mean? It can just be like, you know, you're just not doing what you should be doing. 
But sometimes there are things deep in the heart, uh, places of hurt. Um, I always say that that the 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 one who's been with you through every footstep of your life knows how to heal the hurts that came from them. And he's more than willing to do that because just like John 10, 10 says, he came that you would have and enjoy your life and have it in abundance and to the full until it overflows, overflows onto others, right? Fulfilling our destiny purpose and, and doing what he's called you to do, not because he's a taskmaster or that he necessarily needs you to do it, but because he knows how much joy it will bring you to walk in the fullness of what you've been created to do. Wow. There, there's so many things um, in there. And you know, one of the things that really stands out to me is after going through all of these experiences, you became a personal trainer of all things and are now helping other people work through some of these soul issues along with working on their physical bodies. You know, that's something that's not, you know, having been in the fitness space and the health space for a while, it's not something that's talked about a lot. So you're taking um, a approach to this that for some, could be controversial. Um, for others could be this welcome. Wow. I, I hadn't really thought about it this way. So talk to us a little bit about, you know, as you have written the book and you're sharing it with others, maybe some of your clients and other people, how has it opened doors for the message that you have? Well, first, let me just say that I was actually a personal trainer and a nutrition guide before um, any of this happened. So even Mm -hmm. as the lupus was going on, I became a personal trainer and all that within that timeframe. But I did become a certified behavior change specialist, which really I say is basically like a life coach, but with biblical principles. And so I really bring people into inner healing um, kind of through activations with the Holy Spirit. Um, and so they're really life changes, life changing. And so, um, if you don't mind, is it okay if I just give an example of oh, sure. an activation, something that I did with the Lord and in my book and in the last chapter in the book, I have a Holy spirit soul healing guide, which actually helps you do this for yourself. And so, um, although it is good to have someone direct you because sometimes we just have a hard time getting there ourselves, but I always say, you know, the Lord has teaching moments for us every day, really. And if you are a parent, um, you know, you know that maybe when your child is like three years old and they tell their first lie, that's a teaching moment right at that moment. And then maybe when they're seven and they're not putting their clothes away, um, they're not, you know, putting the laundry away. That's a teaching moment at that moment. And so the Lord has these teaching moments. And so we want to be prepared. You know, we want to be ready to hear from the Holy spirit and we want to be able to ask questions and really get to the bottom of things. And so just as an example of what a behavior change coaching session would look like, or a soul healing session would look like, um, I had this time, and this actually helped me with my eating also. So I had asked the Lord, you know, Lord, why is it that I still feel like that there isn't enough or that I'm not enough. And in that moment, you know, I, 
as the, you know, there are ways to get into the presence of the Lord. You know, the Bible says through Thanksgiving, we come into his presence, right? That the, the gates are open. And so, you know, there's a little bit of prep that you kind of do, but you know, God is so faithful. You know, he, like I said, he's constantly speaking. I always tell people too, like he is called the word, right? In the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. And then it talks about how the word became flesh, Jesus. And then Jesus gives us the Holy spirit, right? He is the word. So I say he has plenty of words to give us for our healing. He died for our healing. And so, um, during this time at that moment, when I asked that question, I had a memory kind of drop into the forefront of my mind. And it was, I was a little girl at someone's home and the owner of the home brought open, brought this mango out and kind of split it open for everybody to share. And us, I was just a kid and we were just, the kids were just kind of playing around. Everyone was outside. And I went up to have a piece of mango and it was amazing. I think it had to have been the first time I'd ever had a piece of mango and I just loved it. So I had my piece and I ran around, played with the other kids again. And then when I went back to have another piece, I grabbed it and I, and as I did, the owner of the home said, what are you doing? That's for everybody. And in that moment, unbeknownst to me, I created or accepted some belief systems and they were that, you know, maybe I wasn't worth it, that I wasn't worth another piece of mango or that there wasn't enough, that I wasn't enough, that there wasn't enough to go around. And The next scene as I'm watching this is Jesus with me. I have like braids in my hair. We're sitting at a plastic picnic table and in like little child size chairs. So, you know, like God always meets us where we're at. Mm -hmm. So his knees were coming up over the table in the chair and he's just looking at me with all of this love and he's smiling. We're having tea in like these plastic teacups. And next thing you know, I see him reach behind his robe, his back, and he hands me a slice of mango (laughs) and I take it. And then he keeps hanging, handing over to me more and more slices of mango. And in that moment, like I just knew that I was worth mango, you know, (laughs) that I was worth having, that there was more than enough. And here's the thing. So that was a rhema to me, just like Mm -hmm. I talked about before. And so the important thing with this is that it has to line up with the word of God. And so what does the word of God say? The word of God says, I'm so worth it that he died on the cross for me. The word of God says that he is Jehovah Jireh, right? He is provider that there's more than enough. He's also called El Shaddai, which literally means the all breasty one. It's a picture of a mother who gives sustenance to her baby. And if, if you've ever nursed, you know, that when your baby cries, you are ready to give that baby what it needs. And in fact, it even hurts if you can't do that. And that's just how God is with us. But that's just an example of how a belief system that I carried all of my life. And think about that. I prop one of the reasons I would overeat is because I felt like, oh my gosh, there might not be enough. I have to get as much as I can in right now. Mm -hmm. And so these are the type of revelations that the Holy spirit will give you if you seek him and they can set you free from a lifetime of bondage and even disease. And I like to say dis-ease also, 
you know, what is disease except dis-ease in our soul? Again, going back to three John two ministries, um, that that's actually, I began a three John two ministry, um, based on the book and everything that the Lord has taught me about really coming to him for real true healing where false belief systems are replaced with the truth of what his word says, because the Holy spirit came and blew life on it. Wow. 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 So let's talk a little bit about how you, cause I, I looked at your book again and I was like, wow, there's a lot in here. 200, I think 280 something pages, right? So was this like downloads? Were you getting divine downloads to get this on paper? I mean, you talked about, there were some moments where there was nothing happening and then other moments, I guess it, it pours. So talk to us about for, for those that are kind of working towards this as a goal, what was that like for you as you were trying to get all of this, uh, onto, onto paper? Well, I have to tell you, actually, I cut so much out of the book Mm. and I didn't get into the book, everything that I wanted to. So Holy spirit helped me heal overcoming disease and dysfunction through spirit connection and soul healing. Initially, I wanted the book to be about spirit, soul, body healing. And so because by the time I got to page 250, I was like, I'm not even getting to the body part. And so what I had to do was later write an ebook, um, which talks more about the body part. It's called diets don't work. There's a different way to permanently lose weight. And so the beginning, I ended up getting the soul and the spirit part in the book, because the thing is, is that the spirit connection is the most important thing. If you don't have that, you're just going to be getting ideas, um, about how you're going to heal from the world. And really you need it from your creator, because again, he knows what you've been through. And he was, he was with me, for example, at that uh, person's home when all of this was happening, right? He is Emmanuel, God always with us. And so I had to get the spirit part in because I needed people to get connected with the Lord first. And then the soul thing was just so huge and and just communicating with God and, and all that, that I just couldn't get the body part in, but really the information that I give in my ebook, which is about the body was everything that the Lord had showed me to really overcome the eating disorder to overcome. Cause I was bulimic. And so I was overeating. I was self-medicating my emotions. And so the ebook really covers more about, um, emotional comfort eating and getting out from under diet laws and things like that. And it's all biblically based. And so I had, I had to write more than one book because I couldn't even get it all in one book, you know? And so the Lord has told me, you know, next time, if the next time I write a book, you know, it's going to be like 130 pages or something, you know, (laughs) because people's, um, you know, attention span isn't that much. So let me tell you, I poured in a ton into this book and it is like, you will get everything you need as far Mm -hmm. as you know, you're getting connected with the father, understanding how much he loves you and how for you he is. I always tell people, you know, no one wants you to succeed more than God does. Mm -hmm. And we do have an enemy and we have to learn how to navigate his, you know, 
out of what he wants in our lives and, and into what God wants. So Amos three, three says, how can two walk together unless they be agreed? So we have an, we have an option. We can agree with what the Lord says about us. And that's hard to do. If you're just reading something, you need a revelation, Mm -hmm. or we can agree with what the enemy has told us the lies that he's told us even through our life experiences. And if we do that, we're going to reap the consequences of agreeing with him. And so it's super important to gain the truth for yourself so that you can break free from the lies, walk with the father and, and live the life that he wants you to live, which is a whole life, a whole heart so that your body can be whole as well. Wow. So, so much, so much came that you couldn't even finish it all had to write a second ebook, which we'll talk a little bit more about later, um, because I think there's there's kind of two uh, journeys that you've been on in terms of writing with both of these books. In terms of Holy Spirit helped me to heal. Did you run into any obstacles along the way as you were trying to get this out into the public? Yes, <laughs> I ran into a lot of obstacles. Um, to be honest with you, um, I did go through a self-publishing school and the best part of that was the people, right? The fellow authors, just like coach Tam, how you do with Christian authors network. It is so good to have that community, right? Because you're kind of all going through the same thing. And so that was wonderful. There was also coaching there, just like you do, um, you know, teaching, teaching us what to do, you know, how to, how to get through all of this stuff, because it's a kind of a jungle. Um, But for me, probably the hardest part was finding the right people to help, right? The people that you need to run the race with you, because we can't do it alone. Right. But, you know, it was just finding the people that had that level of excellence that I was looking for. So the right editor, you know, the right proofreader, the right, um, you know, just people to help the cover design, um, you know, and, and just the, there's just so much you have to know, you know, like copyrights and, you know, library of Congress and all of this stuff, you know? And, um, and so that was hard, but the, the best part was being able to, get into relationship with other authors that were also going through it and being able to glean from each other, just like the Bible says, iron sharpens iron. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there were definitely hard times. Um, my dad passed away during the writing of the book. And so, um, that was difficult too. Um, and so, you know, life happens. So that's another thing, you know, you have to be able to give yourself grace and say, okay, you know, I had this goal in mind that this would be my published date and, you know, just going with the flow, you know, and trusting God with the timing of everything. Hmm. That's important. You know, we, you're right. We have these expectations in our mind of, I'm going to get it done by this date and this time. And it's great to have plans. It's great to have goals. But sometimes those things aren't going to work out exactly like we thought they were, but it's still in God's timing. That's one of the things that I have to remind myself of all the time is it might be a surprise to me, but it is not a surprise to God. He is all knowing. He knew exactly what was going to happen. He knew that, you know, I would think it would be done by this time, but it would really be done by this time. And he's already, as you have shared, he's a provider. So he's already made the way. Um, it's already taken care of. It's just sometimes it's a, it's a little bit of a journey for us 
to get on the right page, right? Yeah, <laughs> because literally. Our, yeah, we're just like, ah, you know, so disappointed um, in how things have turned out, but it still fits within God's plan. So he ultimately led you to the people that you that could help you get the book out there. You talked about the importance of community. I agree with you so much. It's so important to have that support so that you are not going through everything alone. So once you got your book published, saw some of the success, I know you had the, you know, the best-selling author designation. So that had to be really, really cool and exciting. And then eventually you found yourself in, in the Christian Authors Network and being a part of our community there. Um, and then you eventually raised your hand and said, hey, you know, I want to check out this tour and have the opportunity to be on podcast. So let's talk about that for a moment. That was a journey and a process in itself. We had some, <laughs> we had some fun times and then we had some times that was probably a little challenging, but you, you made it through it. Uh, so I would love for you to talk to us about, you know, why you even said yes to the tour. You had already experienced some success. What were you looking to obtain by going through that process? Well, you know, first of all, Coach Tam, I want to thank you because you really pushed me and like, you don't mess around with the deadlines either. You're like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm working, I have clients that I train and I have these behavior change coaching sessions that I'm doing. I mean, I am busy, you know, and I'm a mom too. He's, he just graduated college. So, but still, you know, you know, your heart's in a bunch of other things and you're like two weeks, you know, <laughs> like what? <laughs> And so, but you really helped me to kind of put things together. Like, okay, Mimi, we have the book, but we need to kind of tie things together. Um, and then in addition to that, you know, get that exposure, you know, and the can tour provides that, you know, you, you don't really do, um, you don't do any of the work as far as getting on the podcast, which is like a beautiful thing. You know, it's like, I've got enough to do already. Um, and you know, I'll continue on with that, but what the Cantor did for me, I mean, it provided for me this beautiful one sheet where I can now give that to, uh, people that have podcasts so that they can get like a one sheet what's well, actually two sheets, but it's like in a nutshell, here it is. I mean, this is everything you're going to get and everything that I'm going to be able to offer you if you interview me, uh, which is super important. And so just like uh, Coach Tam, how you always talk about, you know, having the audience be number one, you know, it's like, you know, have have the people that you're going to be on their podcast, have them be number one, too, and, and really um, expressing to them that you're going to be promoting them as well. And so I just learned so much. And so, um, but it was super important for me to learn how to get exposure because, you know, like you talk about, even in your ebook, you know, you don't just want your friends and family reading your book. I mean, that's great, but God didn't call me to this. You know, I didn't sit for a whole year writing this book, you know, you know, like this energizer bunny having to sit in that chair all, you know, for an hour every day for nothing, you know, and to go through all of, all of the other things that I went through as far as like finding the right people and the connections and stuff to, to make a final product that I was really happy with. And so, you know, again, you know, the big thing was wanting the exposure, but I got so much more than that because in order to get the exposure, you kind of have to organize what's going on. And I was the biggest shamble because, you know, here's the thing, like God gifts us with many talents. 
And it was like, you know, I can do this and I can do that and I can do this and I can do that. And it's like, okay, but what are we going to focus on? Right. Coach Tam, I remember (laughs) you telling me that. And I was like, you know, I was struggling, you know, but that's one thing that, you know, I would advise people to is to just be humble and to be teachable because, you know, people that God brings into our lives it they're for a reason and they have wisdom and they have experience that we don't have. And you have that in the marketing realm and you have the experience. And so, you know, we can kind of think that we know which direction to go to, but we have to listen to the people that God puts in front of us to help us so that we can grow. And, and so humility is a big part of that. So I ate my humble pie and I did what <laughs> coach Tam told me to do. And so here we are. And, and I'm super excited about, you know, just getting the, the word out that the Holy spirit is the healer and so much more in, in terms of how we can be healthy in our bodies and how we can lose weight and, and just be really everything that God wants us to be. Amen. Amen. It, it is a, it is a process and, and you're right. There's so many things. I, I think that is one of the biggest frustrations for many people that I talk to is why I like doing this and I like doing that. And I'm actually even good at this, this, and this, and that, but your audience is going to get lost in the sauce. If we talk about all of those things. Right. So we have to narrow the focus so that people understand who we are, how we can help them. And then once they get into our world, you know, once they're in your program, you can talk about other things. You can help them with other things. I agree with you. Uh, behavior change is a lot like life coaching. So you'll have the opportunity uh, to expound on all of those things, but you want to make sure that your audience doesn't get confused. And so when I think about the work that we did, I'm really proud of the finished product. You have a clear and concise message. You talked about uh, the, the, the press kit, everything in a nutshell, and the ebook came out of that and talk about deadlines, even though you told me it was not possible. You <laughs> wrote an ebook in a short period of time. How yeah. many days was it? I, I want to say it may have been 30, 45 days. It's pretty, an, a pretty amazing accomplishment to be able to take everything, put it in this ebook. And now it's a part of how you are able to show people how you can help them and how you can serve them. So mm-hmm. let's talk let, just a little bit about, you know, the process of doing this ebook, because this is something that I talk to a lot of people about too, is, Hey, yes, you want people to uh, get a hold of your book, but you also want to be able to give them something that helps them to see how God has gifted you to help them. And this ebook is a great tool. So diets don't work. Let's talk a little bit about the process of you, you even pulling all of that together. What was that like for you? Well, praise the Lord, right? (laughs) You know, if not for the grace of God, literally, I think I I was like, does coach Tam know that it's the holidays? (laughs) Like it was like November and December, you were asking me to do this. And I was like, does she know, like, does she know that Thanksgiving and Christmas is coming up and New Year's? And so I really didn't think I was like, she's crazy. I was like, I just did not think I was going to be able to do it. But honestly, you know, when God is in something, you know, his grace really is sufficient. And I just found myself and I think I got it done even before the deadline. And so, and, you know, and when I was doing it, 
I kind of had like, you know, the idea of what I went through with the book, but it was so much easier. You know, it's just so much easier to, to just know like how to do the references. Cause I, I had already done it before, you know, and, and even editing, I was like, and what I learned throughout the book process was, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect, you know, just progress is, is better than perfect, right? Just do it. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, I mean, it was just wonderful being able to put something together that I was proud of and that didn't take a whole lot of time, but it was something that I could give people for free. Um, and the, what I wrote in that ebook was literally revelation that the Lord had given me over 20 some years ago when I first was delivered from the eating disorder. And so it was just stuff that the Lord, that I have actually used with my personal training clients on teaching them, you know, with nutritional guidance on how not to get stuck under diet mentality, deprivation, dieting. First of all, it doesn't work. Like the statistics are just ridiculous as far as, you know, diets just not working and people actually being worse off than they were before by gaining weight and diets can work in the interim, but long-term you need Jesus, you know, just like Romans seven talks about, right. The very thing I don't want to do is the thing that I do. And then in verse 25, this chapter seven, verse 25, it gives us the answer. It says, you know, who is, but who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the truth is, is that we need to cultivate a relationship with the Holy spirit, which I call it Holy spirit led eating, where he actually teaches us what is something that we say yes to, and something that maybe we say no to right now, you know, and just really, um, hearing from God, but also getting good information about, you know, my people perish for lack of knowledge. So we need the nutritional information also, but the ebook really was birthed out of the Lord teaching me that living under the law is a curse, just like it talks about in Galatians. And so what is dieting except living under the law? So if I tell you, you can never have cookies, Instead of just having one or two cookies, you might have the whole box because your mind becomes fixated on that, which you cannot have on the law. And the Bible is very clear on that Romans six, seven, and eight. Um, you know, it all talks about that. And so, um, again, this was just stuff that revelation that the Lord gave me on how to be free from deprivation dieting, especially because especially right now in our society, um, you know, they're saying, you know, I don't know if you remember, but like back in the eighties, it was like no fat, low fat, you know, and now it's like too much fat, you know, with the keto stuff. And, and that's not balance. You know, um, there's a scripture that says be in the amplified version. It says be well balanced for the enemy of yours roams around like a lion seeking someone who he may devour. Anytime we're out of balance, we are really putty for the enemy to come and to pounce on us. And so when you're in deprivation dieting, you're out of balance and your body's suffering because you're not getting the good nutrients that the Lord created for you to have and to enjoy, right? Carbs make you hangry. You know, nobody likes to be around a hangry grump, you know, and, but in addition to that, you know, it gives you, uh, it helps with your immune system because you're getting, you know, all of the nutrients from the fruits and the vegetables that are so good for you, you know, and you need fats even to lose weight. And so, you know, when some people are still not eating fat, some people are still stuck in the eighties. Right. And so, um, 
you know, you need them for brain function and you need that they're good for you. And in fact, you need them to lose weight because fats will bind to other fat molecules to take them out of storage and put them to use. And so, you know, protein doesn't get too much of a bad rap. Um, so I don't usually, you know, talk about that so much, but I just try to educate people on what really works and what doesn't work. And I also talk about the guilt cycle. Um, you know, if all of a sudden you feel guilty because you're under the law and now you ate a cookie and now you're like, well, I already blew it. So I'm going to go, you know, crazy for the rest of the night, you know, and then you feel guilty. And then the very thing that you feel guilty about is what you turn to right? You go back to, you go back to food, especially if emotional eating is, is part of the issue. And that's where the behavior change coaching comes in, right? To getting to the root of those things. So I like what you said, because what I do is really, I bring an all encompassing approach to wellness because it isn't always just about one thing. And even with, um, you know, coaching, as you know, there's a lot of different factors that come in. So like with my mango, mango situation, what the Lord gave me revelation, there were other revelations that he gave me also to really, you know, there's always layers. It's a journey, right? And so just like with writing. Um, and so I'm just, I'm thrilled about the ebook. I, I love it so much because it gives people, it really gives people the information they need on how to get out from under the law, how not to get under the guilt cycle, which just is a cycle, right? You're like a gerbil on a wheel. And, and so that's what I could get in the ebook. And then with the ebook, I also have a, an online challenge that I do. And with that challenge, I do what I couldn't do in the ebook because you also kind of told me, you know, make it only this long. And so when I bring people into the challenge, that's when we get into the emotional comfort eating and getting to the root issues. And so I just love it because coach Tam, what you did for me is you kind of like put everything under this one umbrella. And so now, um, really my whole thing, it's called healthy, happy, and heavenly. And then underneath that, I have my book. Um, which is spirit and soul. And then I have the ebook, which is the body, which is really my whole um, thing that I love to teach people, which is three John two, that you will be in health and prosper, even as your soul prospers. And so it really brings everything kind of under one umbrella. And, you know, that feels good to have the, it's just like your house, like when it's in chaos and you got something over here and something over there, it, it just doesn't feel good. But now it's like, I'm kind of organized. Everything's under one nice umbrella. I'm so thankful for you. Um, and so I'm just happy with the final product for in, in everything, whether it be the book, um, the ebook and the challenge, just everything being kind of brought together into one place. It's so powerful because <clears throat> I can hear the excitement in your voice as you talk about it. It all connects um, it doesn't feel disjointed. I think in the beginning we were like, well, we got this over here and we got over there. Now it all connects into one pretty package. It, the messaging is clear to the audience on how you serve them and what you can help them do. And you were able to create two additional products out of this with the ebook and now the challenge that leads to your other programs. So there's so much that can be accomplished when you have clarity when you have the support and the guidance that you need to be successful. So thank you Amen. so much for sharing your testimony. I want to make sure now that our listening audience, because I'm sure the tips that you've shared 
are relevant to many in our community. I want to make sure that they know how to get their hands on this freebie um, and how to connect with you and the work that you're doing. So Mimi, where should people go if they want to learn more about you and what you do and grab this free gift? Probably the easiest thing would just be to go to my website, which is healthy, happy, and heavenly spelled out the and, um, dot com. And on there, it has information on the book. It has information on the challenge. Um, and if you, um, like I said, the, the book, um, all that stuff is in there. You can, if you get on my website, there's also a bonus chapter, um, called beauty for ashes. Even if you start the fire, it's just a story about God's grace. So you can grab that too, while you're in there. Um, but you can also, um, click on a link to register for the challenge. And once you do that, you'll get the free ebook. Perfect. 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 So we're giving you some tools that are going to help you to get healthy mind, body, and spirit. Mimi, thank you so much for all that you do, um, for your willingness to share your story and your commitment to helping us make the connection. It is all connected, even though sometimes we try to put it in little compartments, it is called all connected and God wants us healthy and whole. So before you go, I would love for you to, you know, you have this ability to speak life into people. Um, sometimes God uses people to deliver that word. And I believe that you're a person, um, that is equipped to do that. So we have in our listening audience, we have, um, entrepreneurs, we have ministry leaders, they have a message that God has given them and they need to get it out into the world. Um, yet there are often obstacles, as you know, in this process, sometimes they're internal. There are things within us that may yeah. be keeping us from moving forward. And, and sometimes we're trying to work through some things externally. What would your number one piece of advice be to those that are listening and need a little encouragement? I would say this, and it's, it's super simple. And actually the Holy spirit whispered it to me this morning. I posted it in my healthy, happy and heavenly group. It was this, um, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be anointed. And so when God is in it, you know, no man can, can close any doors, you know, he, his favor will be with you. So it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be anointed. And so part of that, I believe is prayer, you know, really relying on the Holy spirit for everything that you do, you know, throughout the writing process, um, in the connections that you make, you know, ask the Lord to make those connections for you. But, and just remember, you know, perfectionism really is, you know, I dealt with that obviously with the eating disorder and just how I grew up, you know, when you grow up with harsh discipline, um, you know, you kind of come out of that, like, oh gosh, I have to be perfect. And so you actually don't have to be perfect. Um, we know the one who was, and he is for you and he's in you through the Holy spirit. And so I would say it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be anointed. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed this week's episode of publishing secrets, where our mission is to inspire you to write, publish and profit in a way that honors God. If this episode has been a blessing to you, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, then rate and review. And if you want support in your journey, whether you are a current author or an aspiring author, then join us on Facebook in the Christian Authors Network. Wherever you are in your journey, we have the best next step for you. 
So join us there and get the support that you need to make the impact that you have been called to make. Until next time, God bless.